as we were talking about uh, Barbenheimer before we started recording, mm-hmm. I think this might be one of the few times, if not potentially the only time, that I've had no, almost next to no interest in the movie Oppenheimer, like at all. Don't care mm-hmm. about things that have to do with like centered on war. Don't oh, we just don't like Nolan. We get it. We get it. And I'm Nolan. For I've it. seen like most of Nolan's movies. Well, you just don't fucking like it. We get. It. Stop that, man. I, I wouldn't. Right? I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't say I don't like Nolan movies. I just don't really care about war movies. Like things that have to do about war. They don't do. I kind of am on your same level, but sometimes a war movie will get me, like Saving Private Ryan, and I'm like, oh shit, that was really good. Fucking Dunkirk, I highly recommend. Kind of wish. Kind of wish I picked it now, just off of the fact that I feel like like. It, it might just be our group of friends, but I feel like we all fell off on Nolan. I feel like, which at, like, like after Inception, I feel like Mike we watched Tenant in Fortnite. Right. Um, yeah, no, but I feel like we like that was like the guy that I, we were like, did, out on. I did go to the theaters to watch Tenant. So, but you did watch it in Fortnite too, didn't you? I don't. Did they play the whole movie in Fortnite? I don't know what they did. I thought they did. They I played that was something like a big in Fortnite. Deal. I think they played <laughs> another of Nolan's films in Fortnite. I just don't remember what it was. Okay. There's probably oh, yeah, Mike went to go see Tenant. Mike loves. Uh, tenant. Who's in Tenant? Is it is it Lakeith Stanfield? Who's the main? Who's no, the main? No, it's, um, Washington. Yeah, it's Denzel Washington's son. Oh, okay. Uh, who who is the other person? Or is he the lead? Uh, is, other, the like, lead. is it a double lead? He's the lead. It's him, Robert Pattinson. Um, well, maybe that's what I was. I was like, I know there's like another actor. The, I know the, the bad guy mm-hmm. from. I mean, the bad lady from Guardians Two. I think. Um, what the fuck is Lakeith Stanfield in now or coming out that I? I must have just watched uh, something. No, he's going to be in Haunted Mansion. Oh, Man. Haunted House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it actually is that. I did see a dumb commercial for that. Um, it actually looks decent, though, compared to what they did before. <laughs> compared to the Ed, uh, Eddie, yeah, Murphy. Eddie Murphy one? I don't know. I don't expect any of them to be good. I mean, it, it, has, a, it has a fun-looking cast. Great-looking cast. So, who knows? Um, but I've had next to no interest in Oppenheimer. And mm-hmm. I've seen like stupid little fucking things popping up on social media. I mean, n- not like the stuff that's like people going nuts on the four tickets to see Oppenheimer. And it's like, you know, yeah. like silly stuff. Great. Whatever. <clears throat> but that's not like part of the machine. I mean, it's part of the machine, but it's like not part of the machine. Like that's like a that's like a fan generated part of the machine where it's like the part of the machine that n- doesn't really usually sway me is like interviews and like red carpet stuff and all, all these things but i came across something random that i didn't know and i was like like i i didn't even really know who was in that movie like i knew cillian Mur- cillian murphy yeah oh, i knew six C- stacks i yeah, knew cillian like- murphy was in the movie i honestly mm-hmm. up until again like today this week probably didn't know who else was even in that movie because that's how much i didn't care about it mm-hmm and I was you like, your oh, boy, Ro- Matt Damon. You saw your boy, Matt. So here's Damon? the thing. I was I was like, oh, Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie. And I only knew that because, I don't know, this week at some point, he was like, this is the best movie I've ever been in or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. all right, dude, relax. But also, okay, yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. Like, I'm intrigued. And then, like, I was like, oh, Emily Blunt. Love Emily Blunt. And then I was like, yeah. Matt Damon's in this movie? What is this fucking movie? Yeah, and so, dude, that, I, like, you just named, like, not even like a fraction of like the celebrities that are in this movie. And like, it's like, got so many people. Florence Pugh or whatever her name is, is like, mm-hmm. 
Oh, I and didn't it, even know like, Florence was in it. Dude, everyone's in this movie. Like, I'm not joking. Like, you're going to be like, wait, wait, more? More? Four people? Like, yeah, and then, like, today, I feel like everyone was talking about, oh, the the IMAX film reel is 13 miles long or some bullshit. I'm like, what is this fucking yeah. movie? Like, what are we doing here? Do I need to go see this fucking movie? Is this, like, Avatar he, for, like, not he re- Avatar for cinema, fans? Cinema I don't know. Avatar for cinema heads. Uh, he re- he, dude, he... Uh, he blew up a, a real nuclear bomb in this movie. Well, that's the other yeah. thing too. I, like, I saw some that was like, no special effects. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, he so. he literally he literally got to like South of nuclear. No one, no one's crazy, man. Him, him, and Cameron, they just let them do whatever. Right. You say, yeah, for sure. You want to you want to film underwater? Go go nuts. You want to go out into outer space? Yeah, do it. Is this so. his last? Was was his last movie? It was Tenet. Right, no, yes. Okay. It was Tenet. Uh, and so. Tenet was whatever. I also didn't care. I mean, I honestly, after I I didn't care for Interstellar. I might have to rewatch it. I never what? cared for Interstellar. Yeah. I can't believe you just don't like Nolan movies. I can't believe this, Mike. Wow. Yeah, I called it. Wow. I called Ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. I, like, wow. I called it. I don't know. Like, oh, the fucking the secret of the universe is love. I, I okay, guy. I don't care. No, it's not even that. It's like it's like the uh, how like he got brought. Like, it's Nolan being like a crazy dude, but how he like tried his best to make like what every physicist said was like a black hole, and like that whole yeah. scene when he's like flying into the black hole at the beginning, and it's like just knowing what goes into it, and like that you're kind of you know, yeah, seeing something Dunkirk. that like scientists agree with, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Dunkirk was Dunkirk was interesting for a war movie, I suppose. And then Tenant was a film. That he, he, I don't know why. I, like, I can't get through Tenant. I just don't know why. Like, and I don't. Well, think Todd, I, really I just realized you're not a Nolan fan. <laughs> but like other people, have that's gonna be my new thing. Like, I just say. I know. I know. I know. I got it. I, I haven't been a Nolan fan for a while, but like I was kind of on the Nolan hate train. Like, cause I don't think the Batman series that he did is that great, minus Dark Knight. And I think Dark Knight's only good because of Heath Ledger. You take him out of that movie, and you're not going to have the same movie. Well, you you're can't not, like, because you, there'd be no Joker in the movie. But you also can't. No, but I'm saying like because even... like how would you even know who else? Like you you can't take out this actor that had the fucking performance of a lifetime. It, the movie wouldn't be good. I mean, I I think that there are other people that could do a compelling Joker performance. I think there know. are, but like, but I think like Ledger was like mesmerizing, like to the point that like I don't know if anyone could ever get. To, he just fit the tone of that movie so well, and like I just don't. I don't think I could ever. And I think like Batman is the worst part of those Batman movies. Like the Batman in those movies is not good. Like the fight choreography is like finally there's like people admitting that the fight choreography in like those movies is terrible. He just spins around, throws an elbow and like, cause he, cause, cause Bale couldn't move in those things. Like, yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of issues with, with that stuff anyway. Like I, I think, I don't know, I, but I feel like Batman always feels like a stiff hero. Like he doesn't feel like an acrobatic hero. Like he just feels like very wooden. Not, well, not yeah. Black. Not fucking Batfleck. Oh, yeah, Bat, Batfleck was going nuts, but he also killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like throwing like full, he, he, he full, like, murdered like 700 pound boxes of people's heads. Yeah. Isn't that like uh, against Batman's like creed? Isn't that's why like, people were upset about it's, these films. It's against, uh-huh. it's against Superman's creed too when he snaps Zod's head in the first fucking movie like that. So it's like people were not yeah. happy with a lot of it. 
And again, what was he supposed to do? If you guys have a better idea of how to handle Zod, no, I'd like to hear. I didn't watch any of these. Well, I watched like one of those. Well, I watched the Nolan movies, and then I watched like I don't know BVS or something. How many times are we gonna talk about BVS in this fucking program? Um, as many times as it takes. Apparently, it takes for what? Exactly. Okay. All right. I'm on board. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, like all this little little parts of the the marketing machine. I'm like, maybe I should maybe I should see Oppenheimer. Because, like, no. if I see Oppenheimer late, like, this is, this, again, it, the machine is trying to pull me in. Right. This seems like one of those movies where it's like, yeah, maybe seeing this movie in IMAX and seeing it at home later are going to be different experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, to the point where it's like, fuck, do I need to find a way to go see this in IMAX? Where, again, if this was, like, prior to 2020 and going out, going out to places was before 2020 mm-hmm. sure i'd fucking go see this with you on tuesday mike but you know no i will say this you know what like a lot of these movies recently that have been successful like this they're getting like the right star power at the right time but the marketing has been like the marketing has been like basically showing scenes of them filming um basically you know like right before <laughs> um like they'll show like early film shots and it's like getting people hyped up and then they finally like by the time we like see the trailer, we're like, "Oh, okay, we've been seeing this forever. Here it comes." And the <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I have been involved with any of that marketing. None of that. Oh, really? See, oh, yeah. So, like, I feel like people who follow that stuff, like, the, the marketing has been really good. Like, they showed a uh, a trailer a while ago of um, it was like when someone slaps her in the ass, and it shows uh, Ryan Gosling scream. Like, it was like a big thing. They were like showing that, but like this was like a year and a half ago. Are we talking about Barbie? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, Barbie and Oppenheimer, both of those oh. movies. They've been like showing like pre footage of like. Yeah, I mean, oh, we we oh, have been. Barbie, I've we, been on board from the get. Yeah, but, oh, but yeah, we yeah. have strictly been talking about Oppenheimer oh, for the last yeah. five minutes. So when Todd says "slap her in the ass" and Ryan Gosling goes, "Oh, and it's like what <laughs> it's like, move?" What, what Ryan Gosling? Gosling I not both, yeah, no, sorry, I meant both movies in general. They've been showing stuff for Oppenheimer forever too. Like it's yeah, been I, like yeah, but I've I again like nothing about Oppenheimer has. I've seen nothing but that. Like, just a still photo of Cillian Murphy. That's about it. Like, that's that's the extent of what I've seen from that movie. And then I think at one point, there are scenes where the movie's in black and white, and that's this reality, and when it's in color, it's this, and altered state mm-hmm. of mind, or whatever. I don't know. Fucking, I need my totem. Now they're, now they're just hyping it up right now with everything, you know. Is that what it was called? Totem in Inception? It, in Inception, yeah. 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 Or whatever your, like, item was. To um, tell, like, to no, tell where you were. Yeah. Tell if you were sleeping or if you were awake. Damn. I think Inception, I'm due for a rewatch. I love that movie when it came out. I love I that movie too. I don't think I feel the movie. same way about it. No, you would. It's a really good movie. Is it still a good movie? I think I probably still enjoy it. If, we, if we're going to sit here and do a Nolan tier list, if we're going to sit here and do a Nolan tier list. It's Memento. It's fucking The Magician one. Uh huh. Prestige. There you go. It's, uh, it's, uh, then we're going to go, then we're going to go, we're going to jump down to Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, and then we're going to kick back to Tenet. Okay. The Fortnite version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to, then we're going to drop below that. We're going to go, we're going to go, uh, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know other, other Nolan movies. I can't do this, Mike. Help me. I mean, you named two of the three Batman movies. 
Well, I was going to put Dark Knight Rises at the end. I didn't know at what else very to bottom. fill in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you would need to put in Interstellar, Dunkirk. Um, I don't know. Insomnia was him, right? Yeah. Insomnia. So, so I have seen most of Nolan's movies. I've Wait, seen more seen than 50%. You haven't seen Insomnia. You haven't seen Dunkirk. You haven't seen... Um... Tenant. Tenant, you haven't seen Oppenheimer. You it's haven't. Out, yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. What was before Dunkirk? What was the last movie before Dunkirk? Was it Inception? It was yeah, Interstellar. Yeah. Oh, Interstellar. You see Interstellar. That's three. That's three right there. Okay. You already said that. You said Dunkirk, Interstellar, and Insomnia. Was there another one you said? Uh, oh, Tenant. Tenant. Tenet. Okay, so uh, the three Batman movies already. Mm-hmm. Memento, Prestige. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh. Inception. I've seen more than I've seen less. I'm a I mean, fucking Nolan. We're not going to. We can count. Do we want to count following? Do we want to count following? That was I, a short film that he did. Following? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I was like, Todd doesn't yeah. even know. No, there's that the black. I thought I was going to bring so it up. Like if, it, if it's yeah. not, if it's not Ari Aster, <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. No. Doesn't if matter. it isn't Gummo. <laughs> Gummo is fucking goaded. You guys just don't like Nolan like I do. <laughs> I'm not even a Nolan fan, actually. I've been on the Nolan hate. Train. I know like, you already said that. Yeah, you've said like, this like, already. Like, I, like, yeah, like so. Like, I am. Like, I want can't... to see. I'm sure if I, I want, were I want to Nolan do it. it, I could go onto some message board and just look at someone's post. If I follow them enough, Todd? I could be like, "Oh no, this is actually Todd. This is this is Todd's you think secret." Todd knows how to use a fucking forum, like no, Todd's not on a message really. board somewhere. Not really. I want Nolan to do original stuff. Like though, I like I always get like even though I love Dunkirk, I'm like when I heard after are all of his things not nor besides the no, world, like I mean like are they not his stories? No, like right after Interception, he did Dunkirk, and I remember being pissed. I'm like I don't want to. I've never seen Interception. Shit, that's another one. All right, damn it's Todd. <laughs> after oh, no, but after seeing like <laughs> be alone. Uh, after seeing that though, I remember like I wanted to see original content from him and his brother that his brother writes and. Then they did Dunkirk, and I'm like, uh, I didn't see it for a long time, and then I ended up loving it. But then he makes Tenant, and I can't sit through it because I can't hear anything in the movie. Tenant is original, so what are you complaining about? No, I'm so, not, I'm so like, there you go, Mike. There you go. He contradicts himself. I didn't no, want to see no, Dunkirk. That, like, I loved it. I... Hey, Tenant's original. Ugh. It's no, like, I like guy in it. I'm almost wondering. But I love the if, Batman. Like, this sounds bad, but I'm wondering if the star power in Tenant wasn't enough to draw me in. And that sounds stupid, but like it does sound pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like yeah, I don't know. You might be right, but it is a dumb reason. Yeah, I think I I agree it's a dumb reason. I don't think it's like a good reason, but like I saw, I went to go see uh, Inception not because it starred Leonardo DiCaprio. That's nice. I saw because of Nolan, though. Yeah, Mike. I saw it because of Tom Hardy. Re- oh, really? rewind, <laughs> rewind the tape. Rewind the tape of like yep. two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Todd, Todd sticking up and siding with one Mr. Tarantino about people are only going to see movies because it's Iron Man, not because it's Robert Downey Jr. Because it's this. Todd, I won't see Tenet because I don't know the character. I don't know the actors. No, I was saying I was see, I was see I always see I see my movies because of the directors. That's what I see my movies based on. I don't base it off of the actors. Well, you if know they have Nolan, good actors, and you like Nolan. He doesn't yeah, no, like I, Nolan. I he hates man. Nolan. He's been on the whole Nolan hate train for a while now. Sounds like sounds like Todd's just a big bag of contradictions tonight. Todd, Todd is the conductor on the Nolan hate train. 
Wow. It, wow. it pulled into Salem Station and I saw him. He's like, dude, dude, we're all hate Nolan, guys. Hop on. And we all shook our heads. We said, no way. We're going to go see Oppenheimer. And he was like, later, losers. And he fell asleep while watching Tenet. The train crashed. <laughs> I don't know why the Dark Knight Rises like, ruined it was a plane, though. Me, even though like it's not a horrible movie. But like the Dark Knight Rises definitely ruined Nolan a little bit for me. And I get it. Like he he like had a death in Ledger. Like there's no way like you can come back from fucking having a performance like that and then making the next one like comparable. But like yeah, I don't know. Some, there's so many problems I have with the Dark Knight Rises. So many problems. The Dark Knight Rises was a letdown, even for for me. Even though it had Tom there's, Hardy. There's some there's some great scenes with Tom Hardy and like but like overall that movie is just like yeah. it, it, the the Dark Knight Rises was the beginning of. Does Nolan just hate sound mixing? Does he, right. just, does he just hate having people hear what people are saying? Welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast. And if you've been listening for the last 16 or so minutes, you are in for a fucking ride. We're hopping on the Nolan hate train, and we're going on another 45 talking. No, we're not. But welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast, the show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we talk about, uh, I don't know, Christopher Nolan movies too much. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes Dom's not here. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom. And join me on this lovely Friday, Saturday, some day of the weekend, weekend, night, mm -hmm. evening, is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael boy. Desir. Mike, how are you tonight? I'm, I'm trying to think about other directors and who, who would conduct their hate trains. I think Todd. I think Todd is conducting all of them. To be honest, uh, I got. I got another one. I got another hate train for another. I, I was trying to think. I don't know how Todd feels about James Cameron in particular. I'm going to skip. Oh, him. I, th I thought you almost got it. I was going to say James Wan because, like, I, oh. like, everyone loves him, and I'm like, whatever. He's. Crazy. I mean, Todd. Todd. Todd's the fucking conductor of the Kevin Feige train. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah Kevin Feige. I imagine Michael Bay, but I mean, no, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Michael Bay is just like the like he's been hated on for so long at this point. Right? You know. Meanwhile, someone's driving the the Quentin Tarantino hate train, and Todd's standing in the tracks, going, "No, no, stop!" <laughs> ooh, ooh, I what what would I be driving, Mike? Would I just be driving the Ari Aster hate train, or I'd be driving uh, you? You would Todd's be Todd's movie pick hate train. You'd be general yeah, manager would. of all movie hate trains in general. You just hate film. <laughs> You hate something. Okay. You know, All right, I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. What would you, you be are, driving? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, hmm, who's a director? I because in my head, even today, I was reading about um, James Cameron, right? Because people, people apparently love Avatar and Avatar Two, Aquatic I I don't get it. I haven't seen the second one. I don't, I don't care know. enough, but. A person but, in my life who's seen the second one. But it, it made a bajillion dollars. So much money. So so much money. And I'm I'm just like I I don't know, maybe he was overrated to me. I don't I even Titanic, I was just like, eh. so Never liked I don't it, know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about him as a director, but it seems like he still wants to make a sequel to Alita Battle Angel, which I did enjoy. Yeah. That movie was so, fine. Yeah, I like that. So if he's using his money to make a, another I mean, he one. made two of the greatest movies of all time, though, and not any Terminator. other one. Terminator Two is like is is not like the greatest movie of all time. It's in like my top five probably, but 
Uh, and then he made, also made Aliens, which is like very rarely do you get a sequel better than fucking the first movie. The, and yeah. it's like, yeah. And it's, and I, I don't know if it's better, but like it's, it's pretty damn close. I thought you were going to say The Abyss. Abyss is amazing. That's another movie I think is amazing. Yeah, I actually love The Abyss. Don't laugh at it. Why are you making fun of me? <laughs> I, <laughs> ever I, seen... <laughs> I, I've never seen it. I just figured that you would be like, oh, yeah. That's a great movie. No, it's a great movie. It really is. It's a movie I grew up with. Uh, yeah, Ed Harris, but... baby. Anyway, I, I, I don't know how to conduct a train. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I don't think my care is enough to conduct a train. That is fair. also fair. I'm, I'm just a passenger, and I will get on and off whenever I please. Well, so, Mike, there the the next uh, Xbox exclusive is Microsoft Train Simulator coming with a big old train conductor controller. Are you gonna buy it? Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay. All right. I, 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 it'll just sit with all the other garbage I buy. Then rounding us out tonight because Dom is away this week is the I don't know what Todd is anymore. Todd's the I guess Todd's the fucking the Nolan uh, the Christopher. I don't know. I got nothing. It's fucking Todd Gary. Shit's getting scary. Todd is the 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 bearer. He's the icon of hailing Christopher Nolan. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I won't remember that I'm next week. That. I'm, I, like I have to work on that. But all right, workshop, yes. workshop, workshop. Work, work. Oh, then I forget. Right, how are you doing tonight, Todd? How are you doing? Okay. How are you doing over there? Yeah, I'm all pissed off. All right. That's how, listen, that's how I like to get it. We're start. We're we're 20 minutes in. We're 20 minutes in when we've talked about, I don't even know what, Christopher Nolan for 20 minutes. How? Movies. This, this is the second. Is this a back-to-back movie? Did we do movies last we, week? Or? We did two weeks ago. Um, speaking oh, of movies, a couple of quick housekeeping things. The PTC Movie Club pick for the month of July is, I forget who's per, who the person is. Is it? It's me. I'm changing my pick, though. So. No, it's, you cannot do that. It is Todd's no, pick, to. and it is uh, Arrival? Yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did anyone You're else right. just hear that? No, no I didn't. It sounded like somebody just screamed out in front of my house. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought it was like a cat. I was like, wait, what? Well, it was like a very loud scream. Like I should probably look up my window scream. Like it was that. <laughs> it was that. Uh, I, I should just look. Yeah, go look. It's someone that's going to bat for um for Nolan. Nolan. No. What do Someone's you mean? going to bat for you, Bowl. You I don't think? know why when you just said someone screaming outside, like I was picturing your old apartment and someone being like close to the other side of, the, of like where your driveway was. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, no, he doesn't live there anymore. Yeah, I don't live there anymore. Damn, that, Todd's trying to fucking dox me on the fucking show. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we got a great show for you tonight. Uh, we're going to watch Arrival this month. So if you want to hear us talk about Arrival at the end of July, make sure to watch that movie. Uh, before the end of the month, do we know where it's streaming? I know Dom's not here, so uh, we definitely looked at it. And is I it on something or no? I I believe it is on something. Okay, so it is on something. You might want to. I, pop I that own it, but it is. Machine. Let me just look. Arrival streaming. Okay, they're taking care of it. Uh, where to watch? Where to watch? It says it is on Netflix. I don't know if that's accurate, but it says it is on Netflix. So it is on Netflix, or if you own it or rent it or wherever you want to see that film, or you know, however you watch movies. I don't need to get into Check the your local library, your, your business on how you do things. But we will talk about Arrival at the end of the month, so make sure to watch that film so you can listen to us talk about it at the end of July. A couple other quick housekeeping things. Um, for a few weeks now, we've been in the midst of a few different. Uh, games that we've been playing to review at some point, uh, which we are still working towards that. Uh, so look forward to us having some deeper conversations on a few different games like Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, Diablo 4, 
in Final Fantasy 16, which we'll talk a little bit about Final Fantasy 16 in just a few moments. Not spoilery, but just uh, I know Todd has finished the game. I know Mike is is getting there probably at the at the three three quarter mark, and I'm I'm about at the halfway point, uh, according to uh, front of the show Jesse Vitelli. So uh, the other housekeeping thing is. If you have seen before, I sometimes make cocktails to go with video games. It is the launch weekend for Exo Primal, and I crafted what I think is a very del- actually. I sh- I almost called you yesterday, Mike, to see if you were home and told you to come drink it because mm. you probably would have loved it. Ooh. I made a drink for Exo Primal, which we will talk about in just a moment, uh, which is like a dinosaur team-based shooter mm-hmm. called Fossil Fuel, which. I would love to take credit for the what I think is an incredible name for this drink, uh, mm. but it was actually front of the show Eric Van Allen who who coined. Oh, you're gonna get DMs. You're gonna name. get D, that's, Isn't that a drink already? Fossil fuel. You're gonna get fucking in trouble. It's a drink already. Yeah. What kind of drink? An energy drink. Energy drink. I think we're fine. I think you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Right. Uh, so fossil fuel, which I think is just like a really clever play on. It's a you know mech game with dinosaurs, fossil fuel. I just I don't know. I thought it was a fantastic name, so we named it that. It is an espresso based cocktail. Oh. I think you would really enjoy it, Mike. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. If you want to see me make that video, that video is up on YouTube. The recipe is also up on our website at pastcontroller.io. So if you don't want to watch me for some reason and you'd rather just read the recipe, learn how to make it, you can do that in those two different ways. Make yourself a delicious fossil fuel, whether you're going to play Exoprimal or not. You can still make a delicious espresso martini. So enjoy that cocktail this weekend, next week, whenever you crack open your next beverage for yourself. Consider that, maybe. Um, anyways, getting into tonight. Um, I want to talk about Exo Prime a little bit, but before we do that, we can chat about Final Fantasy 16. Uh, so Todd has finished it. Todd, without spoilers, obviously. How are you? Where, where are you landing down right now? I, I loved it. I oh, um. Yeah, like the overall game, or yeah, I feel like you've been pretty high on it from the get, though, right? Like yeah. you've enjoyed it pretty yeah. much, bro. Yeah, I think like I think it, I don't want to say the story lost me a little bit in like the back half, but I do think the game is maybe a little too long. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it can be as long as you want if you do side quests, Damn. but like Todd's joining me. Um, and the things are too long. Stance, okay. No, because like I looked at like my overall hours played, and I think it's, it was like ninety eight, which is, like falling asleep and like maybe leaving my PlayStation on, I'd probably say it was probably on the 80, 85 side. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, there was never a point where I was like, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't do, I was originally doing a lot of the side content and then I was just like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to stop doing this and try to bang through the story. And I still have like another 10 to fucking 13 hours of the story after not doing side content. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, but I, I, I really enjoy the combat. I, um, I'll probably start a new game plus just throw it on, like not like commit to it, but like, you know, dive in here and there, you know, fire all that stuff out. Um, Cause I did think it was a little too easy and like, which is good for me though, because I don't think I would have beat the game if it was not the way it was. Yeah. I probably would have just, I probably would have given up like, you know, towards the end or towards the boss near the end. Cause even on like the basic gameplay mode, the bosses at the end start getting a little crazy. Yeah. It actually I'm, feels I'm... a little more challenging. I'm still chugging along. I'm I'm about at the halfway point. Um, there's like a I don't know if it happens again later in the game, but there's like a middle of the game ish like, you know, sort of no point in return. Things change in the game. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I'm a little ways past that, not too far past that point, but I, I'm a, I'm a little bit past that. I still think you're much further than me, Mike. But um, I I looked at the I finally figured out how to see how much percentage I've played and how much time I've played. The last time I looked, and I think it was right before I fought a boss, a, a boss that I like I had to fight them three times. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah. Todd might know what I'm talking about, but pretty much um, every boss. Every, yeah. I think every boss, because even uh, the first one, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't know what I can and can't say, but yeah. like there was a character that I thought I defeated, and then you didn't quite finish the job yet, and they come back, and mm-hmm. you have to fight them again, and that that happens a second time with a different character. But anyway. When I had looked, I was a little pa- a little bit past 50%, and I had 21, 22 hours in the game. Hmm. So, um, I just, yeah, I just beat a, a major boss, and I haven't looked at it, but I imagine I might be 60% in. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I don't think I had anything else to say. I'm, It it is like, at least so far, and I'm sure it probably stays this way throughout. It is so cutscene heavy that Very. I feel like if I am not in the mood to play this game, I can't play this game because I like it's not that it's bad. It's just that like I need to be prepared to like go through a heavy action segment and then just fucking hang out and watch. It's like what I told you this. when I started playing this game. I'm like, you have to commit to this game. Like, yeah, you, you literally. Can't just, like, yeah. I feel like you can't just hop in for a quick session. You need to be like, I'm gonna play this tonight. Like, this is what I'm playing. There is no yeah. quick session because, like, a quick session is like two to three hours because, like, because, <laughs> like, you like end up fighting like maybe a boss or like a side boss and something else, and then next thing you know, you're like, fuck. That's why it took me like, I mean, two or three weeks to beat this game, and I pretty much exclusively played this game yeah. for the last, yeah, you like, really three, were three just weeks. almost only playing this game. And, like, I, I'm enjoying it. I actually think the combat's really fun, uh, and I've and they, I've unlocked a lot more. I don't know if there's still more. Like, I think there are certain, you know, to keep it spoiler-free, like, more ability trees and stuff that I'm going to unlock, I'm sure, just based on how the screen looks. Um, yeah. But... And I was a, I was a huge fan, fan of the ending of this game, too, and that usually can go either way for me, and I really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed the ending of the game. Um, I don't know if there are still like more core gameplay stuff that I need to unlock in, as far as combat, but where I'm at now, like with the things I have unlocked, I'm like this, this game gets real fun. And if you want to like, if you just want to like fuck around and, and press buttons and do cool abilities, you can do that. And if you want to try to like dig into doing combos and stuff, like I was streaming it the other day in discord and Jesse was like, Oh, you should do this, this, and this, and you can just like do these crazy chains. And I started doing that and I was like, Oh my God, like this is just, this game yeah. can get real, real, like real fun. If you want to like, if, if it can, it can be as simple you, as you yeah. want. Yeah. It's kind of like, and like, no, actually I'm not gonna make a comparison, but it's as simple as you want it to be. Or it's like, has like a definitely an element of like, yeah. fuck around with this. And, and especially in the new game plus, like it's way more challenging. And I think that's really will be like, you know, people. Yeah, were I think unhappy. you just start with all your abilities in new game plus. I believe so, and I don't yeah. think you, there's no cutscenes, so you can just do like you're just kind of going from point that, to point. Like, yeah. To yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is, yeah. The cutscenes are. I don't want to say a big problem because part of it is, part of me is invested in the story. It's just that I end up in a cutscene and I'm. I don't want to skip it because I want to know what they're talking about. Oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It also is presented in such 
because it's still a video game, it's presented in such a bland way where I'm just watching these two to three people stand there talking to each other with their fucking weird accents saying mm-hmm. nonsense and and I'm I'm kind of following along. Yeah. And I'm kind of just like I'm getting the gist of it. I maybe maybe pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah. I, I will say there is like that option too during cutscenes. I think if you press like I don't know what the button on the PS5 the button is, yeah to like thing the is called like yeah, that the active floor thing. yeah active yeah like that's kind of cool that you can pull that up and like if you're lost with all the proper nouns it'll like give you some stuff the the point of the game I'm at now it also like unlocks this ability to like see a more detailed like here's the here are the main characters in this game. Here's how they all relate to Clive and like where you are in the story. And that's cool. I really hope I don't need to use that for anything because I went in. Did anyone else go into this option thing? I don't even know what that option is. I'm not sure if I did. So there's like a place you can go that I forget what it is even called. And it's like, yeah, you can see basically see where you are in the story, how every character you've been introduced to relates to Clive. Is it, no, is I... it in the menu or is it in the hideaway? No, it's in the hideaway. Okay, then I think I know what you're talking about. I just never interacted with it. Yeah, there's like two things. There's like a there is a map that you can look at that I think tells you so far if you want to revisit like what has happened in the world currently with your progression in the game. And then there's mm-hmm. a separate portion of it that is Clive's relationship to all of the characters that you've been introduced to so far, which is again real cool if you're trying to like delve into the story or maybe you'll miss the piece of information or you want to like be like wait a second i thought this person like maybe that's cool but for me that's just like information overload load and i'm Uh, like i don't care uh, about this game that much where i need that but it's cool that it's there i think that's actually i might boot the game up just to look at that because i do so for for some active lore on me i didn't read i didn't read all of the world of rings trilogy I think I had seen the first two movies by a certain point. The first two movies had come out and then it might've been before return of the King came out that I got the book from the library and that book was massive. I also didn't read the book, but I skipped to the appendix at the end just to read all the weird extra stuff that happened in those stories. And that was kind of fascinating to me. Um, Maybe that's the thing for you then. That is the thing for me. I need the, I need the lore dumps. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take lore dumps for like very specific games. Like, like after I finished Tears of the Kingdom, I grabbed my book, Creating the Champion, which is like all about the world of Zelda from Breath of the Wild's timeline. And without going to any spoilers there for Tears of the Kingdom, I think I have. I mean, at the, I have no idea if I'm correct, but I think I have gotten myself into some theories that I think actually make a lot of sense and might hint towards where Zelda's going after Tears of the Kingdom. But I like, there you go. A literal physical lore dump that I was like, yeah, I'm going to dive into this book now and read fucking all of these excerpts and little, little like anecdotes on a, on a photo of something in the book and be like, Oh, okay. this is what they're trying to do. Okay. I see what they're, I see what they're hiding in this book right now. But yeah, I, I, I was hoping to actually play more final fantasy 16 this week and try to actually finish it, uh, before the weekend was over. 
judging how it's eight o'clock on Saturday, and I probably I would imagine bare minimum have like at least ten hours left. It's probably more than that. Uh, oh, no, man. I think I think you get like I don't know. I feel like you and Mike both got like another like twenty hours wow. plus. Wow. Okay. Well then. And I'm talking. And I'm talking about like not like doing side content because like I gave up at side content at like. I still think it took me like a week and a half after I gave up side content to finish the game. Maybe it was just the way I'm pl- I was playing the game. I don't know, but I didn't yeah. struggle too much either. I kind of was like rolling through the story after a while, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff down the line unless you like go through every cutscene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I also am really digging most of the music in the game, and I love the battle theme. I think the it's battle so theme is so good. Like I've seen people on Twitter like complain about the music in the game not being good, and I'm just like, whoa! It's not as I good as Octopath, but it's pretty amazing. Octopath, I think, is like contender for best soundtrack of the year. Yeah, that every soundtrack they put out is fucking so good. Both of those games are amazing. Yeah, but yeah, Final Fantasy 16 is great. I'm in, really enjoying my time with that. Uh, I was again hoping to finish it this week, but I'm gonna have to hopefully get it done. Knock on my desk uh, before Pikmin comes out next week because I'm very much looking forward to Pikmin Four. But Pikmin Four is one of those things that like I'm gonna play that up. My own speed and like not rush through it, and I'll just that'll be like a game that I lay in bed probably at night on my Switch and enjoy. And you know, it is what it is. I'll just take my time with that game, so it's not gonna derail me too much. But I mean, we're we're there's already too many video games to play this year, and we're heading into the fall, and there's too many games coming out in the fall that I want to play. So I really need to I need I need to buckle down and and get through some of these things, or else I'm gonna have a Really interesting fall and winter with finishing games. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say about Final Fantasy before we move on? No. No. Well, I guess that brings us into one of the things that derailed me from spending more time with Final Fantasy 16 this week, and that was Exoprimal. So I'm pretty sure we, we must have talked about it on the show in the past when, when we were playing in the beta. I don't know who else did. did, did Mike, did you play Exoprimal beta? I did not. Did You played it though a little bit, Todd, right? Yeah, we played the other yeah. Okay, so it was a game that I was like, yeah, it's fun. Like, it, it's doing some fun things. Like, it's fun with friends. I don't know if it would be a game that I would maybe go out of my way to buy at launch or whatever, but if you have Xbox... It's on Game Pass, which is fantastic. I think it's definitely worth checking out if you have Game Pass. Um, spending, drop it, dropping a full price on it, I'm not sure. Um, this is a perfect example of a Game Pass game, though. Because, like, you know, like, you, it's, like, it's fun. And it's not, like, I feel like this isn't a game that people aren't going to be playing for a long time. Like, they'll play for, like, the first month or so. And, like, that's probably, I don't know. like, I think, I think, like, so here, here's where I'm at with this game. Exoprimal, I had a good time with in the beta. It was fun to play with friends, fun to mess around. Play with Todd a bunch. I played with like Jesse and Eric and a few other people, you know, a few different sessions. It was a good time. Like you get a little bit of that Overwatch like teamwork aspect to it with like pushing a payload and like doing objectives and stuff like that. So I, I do enjoy that aspect of things. Um now that the full game is out and I've already put maybe like 10 hours into it. <laughs> like that's how much Exo Prime Life played. Uh, like he, he, here's where I'm at and I'll have a more fleshed out opinion as I f- play more of the game. It's, it's like a video game ass video game. Like it's like 
it's a video game. Like, that's what it feels like. It just feels like a video game. Like, it's a story that, like, if you want to care about the lore and, like, get into what's happening, maybe you'll enjoy something there. Maybe there's some deeper shit there that you might like. But you don't need to do that because it's just a video game-ass video game with just, like, you're fucking shooting interdimensional dinosaurs. Why are they showing up? Why is there a giant AI structure being that's, like, putting you into these war games to fight against dinosaurs and fight against other ex- uh, exosuit mechs? Like, what are, what's the purpose? What's the point? And there is a story. The way that they're handling the story, I'm undecided on how I feel. I think the concept of it is cool. I think the... Oh, I've skipped act. everything on it so far. I don't care. And this is not a game I want to even give a shit about. Yeah, like, and that's know? fine. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you can get the enjoyment out of it without having to, like, deal with that. I, so, like, basically the way that the story rolls out to you is as you're playing multiplayer matches, Mike, mm-hmm. once you hit certain points of you've played this many matches or whatever, you've gained this many levels in the game, you'll get introduced to, like, story progression cutscenes after the match is over. Which, again, I think is, like, the concept of it is cool, but when we're on, like, a streak of, like, oh, we just played four matches, and then one of us is in the middle of watching a cutscene while everyone's just waiting in the lobby, I think that is, like, not cool. Like, I think that's kind of dumb to, like, it messes the flow of, like, playing the game with your friends, Uh, especially because it is a multiplayer game, like, through and through. You can obviously play it solo and just queue up with strangers. Um, I actually don't know if there's like a just a straight up play against bots, play solo thing. I'm not sure if that's an option. It might be, uh, but I haven't looked to see if that was. Um, but that like the 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 execution of it being a little like okay, we're all at different points of the game. So like there was a point last night where we we're all playing. We had a full team of five. Jesse and one of the other friends we're playing with were had progressed further in the story of the game than we were. So the point that they were at when we finished the match, they had a cutscene, but then also had to like do a like single player gameplay thing that they had to do. So we were all just sitting in the lobby for like I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, just like, all right, we're just going to keep waiting for Jesse because we're not going to start another match without Jesse. If we knew it was going to take that long, we would have played another match without him. But it's like, it's just like a weird execution thing that I think just is kind of like flow disruptive. But other than that, I think it's interesting that like playing multiplayer progresses the story for you. Like, I think that's like, because there are so many games where we just play, you know, we just play in a multiplayer game. We're just playing match after match after match. Like, could you imagine if like, Oh shit! I got to level twenty-five with my character in Overwatch. Now I unlocked a new cutscene for fucking Reaper. Like I think yeah, that would be kind of cool, right? It'd be cool, except for the part where it disrupts. Well, yeah, like I, I'm sure it's probably an option to like skip it and watch it later if you want. Mm. But that's not what anyone's been doing, which is fine. Like whatever, we're just fucking hanging out playing fucking Exo Primal. I don't know if the gameplay is enough to keep me going with this game. I think it's fine. I don't, I don't think it's have bad. You down, have it's... you played it since it came out? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. I pretty, You're just I, playing I, solo. I played... Yeah, I mean, but like, I don't. I mean, I played it with you. I mean, like, I don't think that's going to change how the game. No, we haven't played the full game together. Yeah, no, I know, but we played like you know. It's I'm not. It's not even that stuff. The game parts not. I just think like the combat in general so far is just kind of like. Oh, I disagree with you. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge. It's like very like, arcadey, you know, and it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it is, but also it's like there's a lot of depth there because I'm like, 
like we like we we had such great synergy last night because I, I again I think this is like a this is a great multiplayer game to play with people you know because can you just fuck around and shoot dinosaurs and have a blast? Absolutely. Does winning and losing d- doesn't have to mean anything? Absolutely. You can just fuck around and have a good time with your friends. But we're like not getting sweaty and like oh we have to win to play, but like obviously we want to win. Um. So we're playing around with our team comp and like changing like classes and stuff because there's like there's you know DPS defense and or DPS tank and 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 support characters and I've been playing support. Last night I got four MVPs as support. That's another thing that's like a fucking multiplayer game that's gonna let support players get MVP of the whole match. I'm on board because I like the support character class has been my favorite so far in this game and. Just like the different suite of abilities, so I've been using this character. I think uh, it's called Skyblaze or or Sky Gazer. I, I forget, uh, but it's a support class that can fly a little bit, and just like noodling into the like this character specific move set and how you can combo that stuff together and like just disrupt the other team and like it, it's just it's fun. So Mike, to give you like a little and, and listeners, if you don't really know about Exoprimal, the flow of a match is basically like. The first however many rounds, three to four rounds, are PvE, you versus dinosaurs, doing specific tasks and killing dinosaurs. But at the same time, the other team is doing the same tasks as you, but you're in separate, like, you can't, you can't interact with the other team. It's basically a race to complete the same objectives. Who right. can do it the quickest? And then you get to the final part of the match which is a could be a few different things and this is the other thing i kind of like as you progress the game so as you're like progressing the story and progressing like your level in the game so like playing more matches you start not just unlocking story content but then the game starts unlocking more modes for you and more maps so like it like the game gates itself at the beginning purposely so you get the flow of it and then it starts introducing like more difficult maps and more difficult game modes uh like control points which are way harder than push the payload um so essentially like you get through those first few rounds of pve and then you get to pve plus pvp where you're both trying to do the same objective and you're fighting dinosaurs and fighting the other team and you're trying to whoever complete the objective first and if it's like a payload thing for instance it's essentially you're both on two different ends of the map and you're pushing your payload to the other person and the payload endpoint usually is like facing the other team in the middle. So like you're both pushing your payloads towards each other and it's whoever can get their payload there and like 100% the charge and it blows up or whatever the fuck it does, downloads the data, whatever whatever like thing it's doing. Um, I don't know. It's like an interesting flow to the match and it gets, it gets really... It's like... A, the fact that it starts off as like a race and then it ends as like still a race, but also a race and you have to fight the other team. I just like mm-hmm. that concept. Like, I think it's a good concept for a multiplayer game. Um, I think it's a good flow to a match. It's like 15 minute matches about, um, it's a good time. I feel like being on game pass, this is good for the game, but I feel like 100%. no one knows about this game. Like no, I feel like there's like very bad marketing with this game. Like, um, I, I think mean, like I, the commercials I've seen look like very cheesy and don't really explain what the game is. 
So you want to see dinosaurs falling through a portal? Like I saw a commercial today. I was like, that's not what that game yeah, is. You know? like, I mean, it's, it is, it is a weird game to market. Probably. It's also really, hopefully gonna be, cause again, I think it's a game that deserves, like, I think it's a fun game. I think you have, I think you, if, if anything that I just said sounds appealing to you, I think you should download it. If you have game pass hundred percent, um, spending real money on it to buy the game, you know, make your own money decisions. I, I don't know. But I think there is a lot of fun to be had there. Like I'm enjoying myself. Like I, I'm looking over at my message right now. I have a message from Jesse and it's probably, do you want to play Exo Primal? Uh, and I'm probably going to play Exo Primal tonight. Uh, it, it's again, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not going to sit here and say, this is one of the best games of the year. This is a 10 out of 10. Like I, I don't know what number score this game is yet. I haven't played enough of it. Am I having a blast? Seven. Absolutely. Am I going to be playing it after July? I don't know. But right now, I'm having a fucking blast with it. So I think it's. Uh, I think there's fun to be had. I think it really excels playing with friends. Um, and I, I think there's enough like like depth there. Like you can you can like unlock cosmetics for your characters and stuff, but you can also unlock these like uh, modules that enhance your character's abilities. So there is a little bit of element of you're actually leveling up your character in between matches. And those things affect your characters like health regeneration, attack power, defense, like it, it affects all of these things. It affects your certain exosuits, like specific abilities, like, Oh, your cooldown on this move is one second less, two seconds less, three seconds less, which like, I don't know if that element was in overwatch, Mike, and you could do a fucking rip tire five seconds or not rip tire. That's or whatever the mine, the trip mines five mm-hmm. second less cooldown. Like that's a pretty substantial, like element to changing gameplay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, does it have the same sort of weight in Exoprimal? Maybe not, but uh, it's fun. It's fun to do that. Uh, Let me stop bringing up Overwatch. Overwatch Kiriko's ult does that. Kiriko's ult has like a cooldown, like a like an alter. Kiriko's ult, I believe, yes, it it lets oh, it just you makes your abilities come out faster, re- regen faster. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, speeds up cooldowns. So. It's it's one of those games where like I'm having a really good time with it right now. It, it is it gonna is it gonna be this year's Outriders for me? Maybe, potentially, probably. But Outriders also, you know, benefited really really well from being on Game Pass. So I think I think the Game Pass thing is great for this game. I think it will boost its player base out of the gate and hopefully, you know, word of mouth is kind to this game because again, I is this game like Sitting in seven eight territory, probably. Some people might be a little less generous. Some people might be a little more generous. I don't really think it's a nine, based on you know the ten hours or so I've put into it so far. I would feel more comfortable just kind of off the cuff without having fully completed the story or put more time into it. Saying this game is probably like a seven or eight. Uh, eight might be still even a little too too high, but like seven is still a game I can really love and have a great time with. Um, and I'm not disappointed. You know end up saying it's one of the my favorite you know at least multiplayer games i played this year i didn't I like when we year. i wasn't a huge fan when we played the demo or whatever whatever the thing yeah. we played was but i did actually seem like i liked it better this time around when i've been playing it recently yeah maybe it just seems like a more of a complete game now i don't know yeah 
Uh, I mean, the other thing, too, that's really annoying right now with the launch of this game, which I don't know if they have a roadmap publicly of when this is going to get fixed or changed, or maybe it never does. So it has cross-play, but you cannot cross-party. So, like, you oh, can what? play on PC and Xbox if you're on PlayStation, but you can't party up with them, which I think is not great. Defeats so, the whole purpose. Hopefully. That get well. I mean, it keeps the player base numbers fluid across every platform, which is great. But yeah, I mean, people that are playing on Game Pass can't party up with their friends playing on PlayStation. Kind of, kind of not wonderful. So hopefully that is something that gets updated or patched soon. That's that's one of like my biggest negatives because I know because I I uh, have it on PlayStation and I also have it downloaded on Xbox Game Pass, so I have it on both, so I can play it on both. But, you know, for people that don't have that ability, that's, you know, that's not cool, not wonderful. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying my time. It, it'll, it'll be a great, it's a fantastic summer multiplayer game that I'm having a blast with. So I'm looking forward to jumping, jumping in there a little bit more. Uh, I think you, you might actually like it, Mike. You should download it on Game Pass. I think it's like 40 gigs. I don't know what your space looks like on your Xbox. I don't know if it's on PC Game Pass. Um, but I think I think like I'll I have it downloaded on Xbox. I will gladly play it with you on Xbox if you want to try it out. I, th- I think it's a fun time. So I think I think it's more closely aligned with how you engage with Overwatch, where like you don't want to play competitive. You want you'd rather play Total Mayhem or just like having a fucking good time, blasting shit away and having a good time. I I think you you would. There's probably some some exosuits that would vibe with how you like to play. And I think that you would enjoy yourself. I think you'd have a good time. Plus you might even, I mean, you, maybe you enjoy the story. I don't fucking know. The story is whatever for me right now. The story does some, so far, some wild shit happens. I won't go into any, any spoilers, detail. but yeah. uh, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a, it is what it is. And I think that's fine. Like, I think it's fine to be is what it is. Um, and they have some interesting collabs. I, I think they got a Street Fighter collab already out there. I think there's like a Ryu slash and Guile like exosuit coming. I don't know what else is coming with that collab. They're also going to do a Monster Hunter crossover, which I don't know if that means they're going to like have fucking Rathalos fucking pop out and like be a thing or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's some interesting <clears throat> stuff there. So it's it's a fun little time. It's nice to it's nice to see them you know put out something unique or you know different than they've been putting up so with that i think it's uh time for us to wrap things up and get into the game and the game this week there's a lot on the line because dom is not here so that means todd can take a nice little increase on the scoreboard or mike can do some fucking catch up as it stands for the year. Dom is at 32, Todd is at 31, and Mike is at 21. So this is a pivotal week in the middle of the year for Dom to decide to go on vacation. Who does that? Uh, Take time for themselves. How dare he? Uh, But before we do that, you can, of course, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 378, I believe this is, 
if you want to help support the show, you can do that in a bunch of different ways. But the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media and leave us a five-star review on your Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to the show. Leave us a five-star review. If you don't listen to us on a podcast feed, which you can listen to us there, of course, anywhere that podcasts are. You can also watch us later on YouTube for audio slash video. And if you don't know, we do record the show live every week when we do record on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. We also stream other things on Twitch. You will probably see me streaming some Exo Primal this week if you want to see more of that game. We stream Fortnite together. We stream other things. So there's a lot of stuff going on on the Twitch channel. So if you only engage with us on the podcast feed, plenty of other ways to engage. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, our website at uh, pastcontroller.io. You can check out written work, links to other things that we do. Um, if you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pastcontroller and becoming a patron. You can go to pastcontroller.threadless.com and getting some swag. Or you can go to twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and subscribe to us on Twitch. Make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube if you watch us over there. Leave us a review in all these places. Leave us a comment. Drop us a line. Follow us on social media at Pass Controller. Without further ado, it is game time. And I'm just realizing I did not pick any you have games. any games planes? <laughs> yeah. No. Great job. Uh, whoops. So what we're going to do is, Mike, you're going to fill the air for a second. Um, okay. So, Todd, tell us, how do you feel about Steven Spielberg? Uh. I like Spielberg. You like Spielberg? Okay. I do. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I figured you'd have a stronger opinion on, on someone as prolific. Yeah, as I'm, no, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Spielberg. Definitely. Okay. I think Jaws is one of the best movies of all time. But I like most of his movies. I even like Ready Player One. Yeah, Ready Player... Uh, that's, that was a weird case for me. I, and I've talked about this many a time, but I had read the book before seeing the movie. And I... I enjoyed the book, but I understand why it would not work in film. I thought it worked. I mean, I didn't read the book, so I mean... Well, it, it's so different is what I mean. And yeah. I think it's different because the... Like, a, like a, a pivotal... A pivotal moment in the book was just the main character playing Pac-Man, I think. Like, he was okay. just in a virtual arcade playing Pac-Man, and that was, that was an important part of the, uh, the thing. And a bunch of other weird things that don't work well as cinema and also um and also there's a bunch of licensing things too like they got away with a lot of licensing thing but that was to make up for the fact that they couldn't pull off whatever but uh you know okay uh, yep. I, I i honestly thought you would you would do me oh. better than that catch no? me if you can fucking yeah i'm, no, su- I like I'm surprised todd fumbled to talk about movies it's not even like, the fumble. Like, he he was just so he was just so blasé. He's, he, like if if there was ever if Todd if Todd hating Nolan is a, considered like a hot take, him just liking Spielberg, full stop. You just said yeah, he's good. That is the it's an ice cold take. That is my balls, my penis is hiding my scrotum. Cold take. Love it. That <laughs> Love it. what that was essentially mike how you respond to a lot of questions on the show no i so know you just got mic'd you just got no. fucking mic'd yes That's i fair. love it I'm a... 
that's fair. No, honestly, though, like he, he's he's made like tons of my. I've always been a Spielberg, and Spielberg hasn't parted the way where like I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't like what Spielberg's been doing recently. Like I've liked pretty much everything he's done. Minority Report. I fucking love the Kubrick film he did. Um, AI. I like everything he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, he had to finish Kubrick's film. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait, Todd can't hear it, right? No. I don't think so, no. I don't understand why Todd can't hear it. I don't... Anyways, we're going to go down that road right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, we're going to bring it back. It's been a while since we've played What's in the Box. We're gonna. I pulled three things. I don't think we've done these three before. Without further ado, we're going to play a little game we like to call What's in the Box. If you're first time listening to the show, What's in the Box is a game where I pull three games off my shelf. I read the back of the box. The first person to get the point, get the get the game right, gets the point. Uh, I already read over the leaderboard. Dom is at 31. Sorry, Dom is at 32. Todd is at 31. Mike is at 21. Bunch of guest points, but we don't have guests on tonight, so we don't need to go over those. Let's see who gets the points this week. Game number one. I don't... I'm not going to require the two of you to get the full title of this game because I don't think you can, but mm-hmm. I will accept a specific title, which is what I think one of you would say anyway. Okay. A tricky blank hunt starring blank blank. More than 70 worlds of adventure await, each a puzzle only you can solve. Maneuver through maze-like mini-universes by twisting, turning, and touching the Wii U gamepad. Check Super out Mario e- Galaxy. Incorrect. Check out every angle for Big hidden Man gold. Legends. Incorrect. For hidden gold and gems. Paper Mario, one of them. No. <laughs> Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. No. Oh, I'm out of ideas. The Blank Moves. Blank Blank can't jump, but he can trounce enemies and switch Captain up the Captain Toad Treasure Tracker? Wow, Todd got the full title. We've never done that game before, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Okay. He can't jump. I, w- I wanted to say Battle in Wonder World. That I almost did. That was like the first thing I thought it. of. That's, that's literally what came to my head. When he said 70 levels or whatever, I'm like, oh, is that how many are in Balan? All right. Game number two. What do you say, bro? Let's see how far we can take this thing. Oh, sorry. Take this. No thing. After being ranked number 11 in the blank, 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 puts his trusty blank, blank to the test as he faces off against the world's top 10 blanks in deadly battle. Burn rubber through the coastal city of blank blank on Sunset Overdrive. Incorrect. On blank's motorbike. The sh- The Spell Tiger. I'm assuming that's the name of the motorcycle. Yeah, probably. Unlock a devastating arsenal of pro wrestling moves from power bombs to brain busters. Cameo elements. Incorrect. <laughs> Unleash the powerful dark side to run to mow down the competition and show them who's boss. Is it guacamole? It is not guacamole. Guacamole, guacamole too. 
It's not guacamole <laughs> too. I like it. What do you say, bro? Let's see how far we can take this. I'll read it again. I'll, I will not omit stuff. So get ready. Get the hands on the buzzers. After being ranked number 11 in the United Assassins Association, blank blank puts his trusty blank blank, I can't say that, to the test. The high five rush? Incorrect. As he faces off against the world's top 10 assassins in deadly battle. Do you think I own a physical copy? Do they even make a physical copy of High Fire Rush? I don't think so. Burn rubber through the coastal city of Santa Destroy on Blank's motorbike, the Spell Tiger. Unlock a devastating arsenal of pro wrestling moves from power bombs to brain busters. Unleash the uh, powerful. Is it Dead Dark... Rising 3? Incorrect. Unleash the powerful. Dead Dark Rising Side. 4? Incorrect. To... Dead it's Rising not Dead five? Rising. It's not Dead oh. Rising. <laughs> <laughs> Do they go up that high? I think there's five of them. No, or, I have, at least three I of them. Yeah. Uh, mow down the competition and show them who's boss. All right, I will read that one more time, one more and time. I will omit only one thing. Nothing. What do you say, bro? Let's see how far we can take this. After being ranked number eleven in the United Assassins Association, blank blank puts his trusty beam katana to the test. As he faces oh. off, you know, no, keep going because now I, I'm blanking on the fucking name. It's uh, as he faces off against the world's top ten assassins in deadly battle. Why well, can't I remember, I remember the name of the character? But now I can't remember the I name. I know of the you game. do. I I can tell you do. Burn oh. rubber through the coastal city of Santa Destroy on trap. Uh, yeah. No more heroes. No more heroes. Fuck, there it is. <laughs> Todd got it. No, that doesn't count. Like, if you you can take that away if you want. No, right. you got it. <sighs> what do we did want to do? Did you say Travis on purpose, or did you? No, just... I said it by accident. I was not. I said it by accident. Was... Yeah, I re- I remember Travis touchdown, but I was like, all right, yeah. what's the name of the game that he's in? And I couldn't uh, think of the name. I don't know. What what's the fair ruling here? Whatever you want to do, I don't care. Give him the point. He figured. Listen. He, he and I had the same information. As soon as you said Travis, and he was on the same page as me, but he could think that of the name true. of the game. That is true, I guess. Okay, all right, all right. Game number three, the final game of the evening. Come slay with us. I'll skip that next part for now. Cooperative campaign. Play with up to three of your friends online or go solo and lead your team in battle. Competitive multiplayer. Switch between playing as blank or blank in 4v4 PvP. Extreme replayability. A dynamic blank system and blank blank creates different experiences each and every time you play. Oh, it's exoprimal. <laughs> Incorrect. Although, an all new first person co op blank shooter. 4v4. Come slay with us. Cooperative campaign. Play with up to three of your friends online or go solo and lead your team in battle. Competitive multiplayer. Switch between playing as blank or blank in 4v4 PvP. Extreme replayability. A dynamic 
card system and game director creates different experiences each and every time you play. Monster Train. What'd you say? Monster Train? No. Incorrect. Come slay with us. An all-new first-person co-op blank shooter. Cooperative campaign. Play with up to three of your friends online or go solo and lead your team in battle. Competitive multiplayer. Switch between playing as human or blank in 4v4 PvP. Extreme replayability. A dynamic card system and game director creates different experiences each and every time you play. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna throw this one out here because I want to get it out of my head. What was that game called? Mad World. It is Mad. not Mad World. Okay. This Mad World. I don't know what that is. I think you might be confusing that with something else though. Mad World was like a I think a single player Wii game. It was black and white. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, I, if that is multiplayer, I was not aware of that. I I don't know if it did. I'll give you a context clue. Mad World probably came out in two thousand like seven ish time, two thousand eight. This game came out uh, last year. Oh. Last year. Switch between playing as human or blank in 4v4 PvP. Human or... And then you. So you must play as the other monster or some sort of thing. Sorry, it came, out two year, it came out two years ago. Okay. Well, as we all know, I took a sabbatical from playing video games back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Come slay with us an all-new first-person co-op blank shooter. Oh, Redfall, duh. Come slay some and vampires. There it is, Got baby. It. He nailed it. Uh, Back for Blood. It is indeed back for blood, and Mike stops the fucking sweep. Did I say exoprimal? Because I'm going to guess that. Yeah, you <laughs> said exoprimal. Mike gets a point on the board. That Mike, you cheated. I that, watched Mike. I could see like on the. You could back see the reflection the in my eyes. Um, yeah, I could see on the uh, the poster behind you. I could see this, the Google search going. There it is. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'll do it for I, this week's the, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After what? After what? Uh, after, after he no stole, yeah. yeah, after he stole No More Heroes from me, um, I was like, all right, I got to gotta stop him. I'm going to put a parenthesis and, and write, Mike knew No More Heroes, but couldn't couldn't fucking seal the I game. I just couldn't think of the name. Cause Cause I, that happened to, me, Katana, that happened to me two weeks ago. I think. And I pictured the game, but because Katana was in my head, I kept saying Katana Zero, which was not the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'll do it. We appreciate you for listening. That leaves the week with Todd at 33, Dom at 32, and Mike at 22. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time.